You know, one of the other things that we've been on pretty heavily on this show has been AI. And there has been a real push to to regulate AI in a certain way. Because right now there there is just there is just no guardrails to AI. And so the idea that the federal government would step in and put some sort of guardrails in place is something that a lot of companies, particularly bigger companies, have have embraced. And and I think that would quell the fears of, of some of the American public. But that leaves all these other smaller AI companies that handle a variety of issues. They're a little worried about it. They're a little worried that these guardrails might stymie their progress or their ability to create a bigger business. It's an interesting look. We'll talk about it coming up in the three o'clock hour. But but it is another piece to this story as AI continues to become a much more powerful tool uh, for a lot of folks and, and still is provide some apprehension to to some. Uh, meanwhile, if you are a, a cinephile and you haven't seen a a, a, a a film or a show or anything in an, in an IMAX theater, you're missing out. It is it is unbelievable. Well, now uh, MJR Southgate is opening a new IMAX theater. In fact, they already did yesterday was their first day open. And Joel Kincaid is the VP of operations of MJR Theaters, and he joins us. Joel, it's good to have you. Thank you for thank you for having me. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the invite. What was the the idea here of bringing IMAX to Southgate? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, look, uh, Michiganders know the IMAX name, right? It's not new to the state. It's not new to the market of Detroit, but uh, certainly over the past decade, we've just been we we've had some good IMAX. Films come in, and uh, MJR sort of uh, took a look at the at the scope of how how some of those IMAX presentations are being handled, and we thought there was an opportunity to go in and, and deliver something that was even better and uh, and and sort of perfected by both IMAX and MJR. Well, and that's I, I applaud you for it because when you consider. You know, theaters are still trying to find their footing post-pandemic, right? They haven't gotten quite back to where you were uh, back in 2019. And so there is still an effort to try to generate a more excitement about going to the movies in person. Does does this help accomplish that, do you think? Absolutely. I mean, I think we all sort of had our eyes opened a little bit, right? Coming out of COVID, we all knew that streaming was coming. I've been doing this for 25 years. And, you know, we we never turned a blind eye to the fact that streaming was coming. But research really shows that the, the people that stream at home are the same people that go to the movies. It's not it's not one or the other. It's actually the same the same person. So what we do in the cinema industry is we we need to step our game up and make sure that what you're watching at a movie theater is far and away better, more improved than anything that you can get at home. And that was one of the biggest reasons why we we contacted IMAX and, and began this partnership. And uh, we're really excited to be partnering with IMAX and bringing the first IMAX with laser to the state of Michigan as well. Uh, it's it's not just a standard IMAX. It's 
powered by 4K laser projection technology. It's the state-of-the-art projection technology on the market, and it, it is the first in the entire state of Michigan. Well, and you don't just get to throw IMAX up on your on your building or above a theater. I mean, th- there has to be there has to be some different parameters, Matt. You have to you have to make sure that you have the the actual equipment to run an IMAX film, um, and 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 that is really the difference of you know maybe your standard movie to, to compared to to an IMAX movie. Oh, it's it's night and day. I mean, IMAX. And the amount of time effort they put not only behind their films because they take every single film and they remaster it um, in, into it its entirety, but also to every experience, every auditorium that they allow an exhibitor to build and put in front of a guest. Um, we've been working on this with IMAX for over, uh, I mean, we've been talking to IMAX for probably a decade now, but uh, ever really? since the partnership. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and ever since the partnership, we finally, finally settled on, on being able to deliver this. It took well over six months just for this one auditorium, just for the de- from design to to execution. Wow. Uh, and, and even when you when once you open it, it's not like, OK, if we finally opened it it's to the guests, we're good. No, there's every single day. This auditorium has two microphones and a camera in it every single morning. It goes through a process of checking all of the light on the screen, every sound, and every speaker just to make sure that every single day it's perfect. Oh, the, wow. the presentation is absolutely perfect. I've never seen really – I've never seen anything like it. It, it is – the engineering behind this system is fantastic. Is, is it possible we see an IMAX at any other MJR facilities? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That we we didn't go to IMAX and make this partnership so we we could do a one and done. Let me put it that way. Yeah. So uh, there are there are stipulations. IMAX has a very clear rule. IMAX has very clear rules in making sure there's clearance. So mm-hmm. you can't build an IMAX, you know, right next door to one that already exists. Sure. Uh, but there's still a lot of different cities, even in Metro Detroit, that. That could be uh, could be next on the on the list for IMAX. Cool, uh, Joel Kincaid with MJR Theaters. Thanks so much. I I appreciate it and uh, look forward to getting down there one of these days to check it out. Absolutely, I'll see you at the movies. All right, that's Joel Kincaid with MJR Theaters. Uh, thank you. Um, in the meantime, eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. We're I'm asking about if you believe that the right way to handle this situation on college campuses involving protesters and and making sure that everybody feels safe. The idea that some Republicans have floated out, and that's taking away some federal funding to to universities. You hit them in the pocketbook. Is that something that you would be in favor of? Let's go to Larry in Brownstown. What's up, Larry? Yes. uh, My son was involved in an incident up at uh, Central Michigan. Uh, To make a long story short, they... uh, they were just messing around, and and they hung up a noose, and it was just in reference to themselves about something they were engaged in was very hard, and somebody said, I, I almost feel like hanging myself or something. So one of them hung up a noose. Well, it created quite a quite a stir there. The story was in the paper. It was mm-hmm. considered to be a, a racist thing, and uh, the student that uh, put that up was actually uh, punished for that. You know, I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly what it was. It was a while ago. But I can't believe that there isn't some kind of code of conduct for something as serious as uh, 
somebody saying certain people of the of the Jewish faith, uh, if they're Jewish, uh, they should be exterminated. You know, I think, think those uh, people saying that stuff, on that level, uh, they should be expelled from school. And I can, well, I Larry, yeah, Larry, I mean, that's it's def- it definitely wades into the waters of hate speech, and I appreciate the call, Larry. I mean, th- there is... I just I think there's something that more that universities can do to make sure that all their students on campus feel safe. 800-859-0957. Got to take a break. More next.